Oh my God! Wait, <laughs> I don't have I don't have a lyric. Oh no! Hold on. Is there something take... about mopeds? It only takes a second. There's not any rap. That, uh, I mean, I'll just I'll just I'll just grab something from downtown real quick, even though I'm giving. It I a like break. I like the mom jeans on her derriere line. Yeah, it's a little easy. It's Ooh, fun. On the nose. Um, I like on the, I like the nose. edition of the Music Video Land podcast this week in music videos brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet's music video database. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about music videos, we talk about new music videos, stuff going on in the music video, video world. My name is Adam and uh, with me as usual is uh, Mr. No Mike, Mr. No Microphone. <laughs> Uh, he's just he's Mr. Mr. Microphone Raw Dog is uh, joining us from Brooklyn, New York. Doug, how are you? Uh, doing super good, Adam. Do an ounce, get some dick. Uh, people call me Baby No Mike. <laughs> the first part of that I think is a lyric from something, and, and <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, str- uh... I'm struggling to place it, <laughs> mostly because I'm trying to get all, everything you said out of my head. Um, <laughs> But uh, maybe the other person on this podcast has a guess, um, and that would be Mr. Festival Circuit Sunburn. I, I haven't. I don't know Adam if you're sunburn. I just I feel like if you go to a festival, you get sunburn. Mr. Festival Sunburn, a fringe music fix. Adam Alexander. Adam, how are you? I'm great. And Adam, I, I did get some sunburns uh, over the festival circuits. Uh, some of them. Some of them I got really wet because they were camping uh, outdoor ones and there was no sun. And But it was all worth it. Hmm. A word to the, a word of warning to people. If it's sunny out, you can still get sunburned if you're underwater. Just a, just a South Florida tip for everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Adam, do you have any guess of what Doug's uh, graphic lyrics are about? No, I've I've no idea, but I can tell you that this red rain I'm sipping is pretty good. That's uh, a little plug there for the sponsors. Red rain. Huh? <laughs> red Are you getting sponsored for this podcast? Or what? <laughs> yeah, I am. Was, it was a secret. Adam's getting paid to plug stuff on the podcast. But we don't <laughs> He's been doing it for like two years and we haven't even noticed. Um, uh, so, Doug, what, what song was that from? Uh, tell Your Friends. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I should have guessed that because it's a little, it's a little more profane than the weekend we've been hearing so far. It's from Walk the Moon, right? Um, <laughs> so we have a lot to talk about this week. So should we we should stop dicking yeah, around? Yeah, right the fuck into it, guys. Take it. Oh, there's so much going on. Well, f- first of all, let's just give it a little bit of a rundown. We're recording this in late August. This is Thursday, August 27th. Podcast comes out on the 28th, and if it's late August, early September, it means. It's VMA time, the Video mm-hmm. Music Award time that is happening this weekend, mm-hmm. hosted by Miley Cyrus. Um, ever heard of her? Yeah, ever. Yeah, she's been kind of doing the press rounds. You might have seen her popping up in your your news feeds there, um, getting ready for this. I haven't heard that much build up to it, um, but I have seen. I've seen a, there's some posters around uh, subways in New York City, New mm-hmm. York. Uh, is it in LA this year? Or is it in New York? I forget. I don't know. I just know where the posters is at. Oh, okay, then. Um, so that will be happening. You gotta, you gotta have a cable subscription. You have to have the MTV subscription to watch. We'll it. figure out a way because we're going live tweeting it. Right. Exactly. And we always, 
we always figure out a way to do it. I I like to watch the VMAs from from like a Chili's, preferably <laughs> like a Chili's two, like the airport Chili's. It's um, like no, no, nothing for me. But I, I will take some more salsa if you have it. Yeah, just a a bowl of salsa and a spoon. Um, so, so that is going to be very exciting. Uh, also, Doug, you've been at OMG everywhere in New York for the past few days, uh, and that is, that yeah. is also exciting. It's real exciting. I've been excited about it. Uh, you have to be excited because otherwise you'll immediately pass out. Right. Because children have energy that I don't, that most most adults don't have. Mm-hmm. And so, can you mention like some of the people that you've seen at OMG? Because it's it's a it's a music video st- studded event of 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 studs, just the sexiest dudes coming. In. <laughs> There's so many studs <laughs> at OMG everywhere. Uh, well, I can yeah, t- totally. I've seen um, Isaac Ravi Shankara, and I've seen. Um, uh, Ali Avital mm. and I've seen Ian Perlman. Uh, Ali just got signed to Partizan. Partizan. Congratulations, Ali. Big ups. Um, I've seen uh, Alex Ameling mm-hmm. and Owen Don Owen Donovan. All the friends. Nice. The fam. Uh, the, the and you. But you've you've seen them from afar, right? You I just mean, sort of you're in the corner. Yeah, and they're that, like kind uh, of, it's uh, that, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just there losing my religion. Hmm. I'm nice. sorry. I was like nice. trying to like, I was like debating how I was going <laughs> to deliver that joke. It's Excellent. like, okay, okay, I got, okay, here we go. What am I going to do with it? And two, then I two, went with that. Two thumbs up from me. Um, and Adam, you have been on the festival circuit, as we mentioned, getting sunburns. You were at up, you were at up fest. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I was up up fest. I did a little bit of coverage for up fest. I've been saying UP fest this whole time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's totally up fest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so we've been all doing, but doing interesting things. We've been all about town doing stuff. What have you? What are you? Not all. You you said all. What have you been up to? Oh, I've been fever. I've been sitting at my computer feverishly reloading the page for Josh Forbes GoFundMe campaign. Yeah, is what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, well spent. Should we talk about that a little bit first? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, it's VMA related. Right. It's internet related. It's friend. It's friends of the show related. Right. So just for a little bit of background, I think that. I don't, I don't know if this has ever happened before. This was super interesting because um, we've talked a lot in the past about how like MTV, ha- like this is a big night for MTV. The VMAs are sort of their marquee thing, but they never really treat it with a lot of respect toward the people who make music video. The nominations came out. Uh, Josh Forbes was, uh, or the video that Josh Forbes directed for Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance, which has been a huge hit this summer. Um was nominated for Best Rock Video. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Forbes has been on this podcast. Uh, early episode. Early episode, yeah. He's done videos for like uh, Sarah Bareilles, The Fray, MKTO. Um, he's a really fantastic, really funny director. And the uh, and so he, first of all, didn't find out from MTV. He found out from other people, of course. Some people who win don't find out from MTV. They find out from people on Twitter. Episode uh, 17. Damn a long time ago he's the first he was the last director we've put their names in in parentheses nice um 
Josh, you could put that put that on your resume. Put um, that in your hat right next to being interviewed by Carson Daly. So uh, Josh realized that MTV was like not going to give him a ticket to go because if you're a director, the only way you can get a ticket, as far as I understand it, free ticket to the VMAs is if you are nominated for best director. But well, if uh, right. If, right. But if you're just a director of a video that got nominated, then you got to pay the piper, and the piper wants anywhere from like four hundred to eight hundred bucks a ticket. I think I saw. Yeah, right. Um, and you know, that's a lot of scratch for a ticket, especially for you know. I mean, first of all, it's kind of interesting. You can buy tickets for the VMAs. Um, uh, always... Yeah, I'm wondering if he can only buy tickets as a as someone who's related to a video. It's like, okay, you can go for free if you're a nominee, and then if you're related to the video in some way, mm-hmm. then you can buy a ticket, but that the general public cannot buy a ticket. I, mean, I, I don't know for sure, but maybe that's a, how it is. That's not That hasn't been explained. Right. Uh, I think Josh said he kind of had to, to kind of beat the door down at MTV to even get to be able to buy the tickets. Um, so, he, so he was like, all right, well, I'm going to... A pretty awesome decision it turns out kind of like make this into a thing and let people know that hey I directed this video and I have to like pay my own way so I'm going to do a GoFundMe campaign and it wasn't for like anything crazy it was for 1300 bucks um, and as of tonight I think he's up to 2500 which is almost double but that's not the really the, the point of it um, I think he it was at that before it got really any press right like, right he realized that he had gotten it and, and he wasn't really like give me any more than this. I mean, they, he now has enough to rent a tux too, basically. Um, I think, I think a company is donating the tux. I think I saw on his Twitter feed, um, or like oh, really? for a little bit of promotion. Cause what happened is that all these news outlets like started picking it up and it was kind of like a, a pre VMA kind of like color story. Like, because uh, it, it's like a perfect story because you get to talk about, you know, you get to talk to a director and kind of like knock MTV down a few pegs. It's not like a rah-rah MTV VMA story. It's sort yeah, of like a, right. oh, like little shitty MTV is. And you can still this. like, and here's a link to shut up and dance and right. like give people like that. And it's like a happy story because Josh got the it funded and they can and everybody can still like complain about the whole the way it is. But it it, it was it was super popular. I saw it pop up in a bunch of different places. I think you mentioned he was interviewed by Carson Daly on his radio show. Yeah, and he it was on Perez Hilton and mm-hmm. and you know it, Mashable and all of these really big uh, websites. And yeah, he's been doing tons of interviews, local radio show stuff in L.A. and stuff, podcasts and stuff. Um, and he did commentary for us. He did a, a, an amazing commentary for Shut Up and Dance that is uh, just went live on the site this morning. Thank you, Josh. If you're listening, Josh, I don't want to presume. I'm very, very busy. you got to get ready for the VMAs. Um, but it, it, I think it's important that in in all of this, it, you know, it doesn't get lost in, like, what he accomplished in there in, with this video. And, you know, it's such a, it's such a fan, it's really a fantastic video. And, um, um, you know, we were, some of the nominees seemed kind of like redundant. And this still doesn't, I, I, I don't know if I would call this a rock song, um, but I, I'm not going to get into that. But like, this is a really like fun and funny video and it's like a perfect Josh Forbes video. And um, so I can't, you can't really like be mad at the nomination either. But it is really interesting that, uh, that like that was sort of the lead story out of the VMAs because every time, I think every year we kind of make a, a stink 
about like okay you know the directors do not get any and like the people behind music videos don't get any respect and like you know if we write a, a, a blog post about that you know who's honestly there's no real angle to that but this kind of um, very uniquely gave it an angle and gave it something that people could like pick up on and, and really and you know like, hey did you hear about the director had to pay his own ticket to, to go to the MTV? yeah can you believe MTV is charging the director of a video like just like that's what like to me it feels like MTV is like yeah you come give me eight hundred bucks and it's like just like <laughs> fucking MTV like and, and I thought Josh was very fair in his GoFundMe page where he was talking about how it's probably you know a vestige of when this industry was like flush with cash and they you know everybody wanted to go and they're like well yeah you know we're gonna fill it up either way. Um, so, you know, yeah, fork over some cash. Obviously, I don't think this is, like, a major, you know, source of income for MTV. I'm not sure there's going to be, like, a slice of the pie chart of the MTV, like, <laughs> you know, like, the yearly, like, quarterly earnings that are, like, you know, little slight, you know, 2%, you know, people... Josh paying. Forbes' is ticket. <laughs> yeah, Josh Forbes' is ticket. It's, like, sickled out. It. It's, like, fuck this guy, Josh Forbes. Here's what we made off this ad. This yeah. ad. Uh, right. So, awesome job, Josh. David Wilson last year tweeted um, that he he was forced to pay for his ticket, and I think his production company ended up paying for it or something like that. But uh, he um, was upset. He did go, and I think again that was for We Exist last uh, last year's nomination. Um, and he made a little bit of news that when he wore the high heels on the on the oh was cast. the high heels the Grammys? You know you're right. Damn it. I get all these things messed up. See, yeah, the thing about the it, it, it is really rare for the VMAs to make news outside of like what actually happens. And it, yeah, I think this is such a great shit stirring story. It really is, and I think it really helped the the fact that the video is so like colorful and enjoyable, and so is like the band is super young, and the song is really really catchy and interesting. Yeah. If it was for like a uh, and I I love these type of videos, but like you know like a moody you know. Electropop song where you know people are walking across the desert and shopping carts. You know, I I don't know if if people would have been like jumping on the bandwagon as fast, being like, yeah, like what you know, it, it had all that. Or if it was a Kanye video, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, oh, exactly. Kanye's buddy can't pay his own ticket. Like, uh, you know, Josh Forbes is is you know <laughs> a, a, a likable guy. Even if you've never heard of him, you watch that video and you kind of relate to him. Um, so speaking of so. Just another note on the VMAs. I think our general consensus, uh, the three of us, uh, Adam, you can disagree if you want, but I'm just going to shut you down, um, was that last year's <laughs> VMAs were a little, you know, they were had all the pieces there, but it just kind of lacked a little something. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we're kind of lined up for a pretty exciting VMAs this year because, of course, Miley is hosting. I'm stoked. Um, we still have Rebecca in that she's going to tell jokes. Is she gonna do the? I don't know if she's gonna do a monologue thing. Yo, I think she's gonna do. I think she's gonna do kind of like a little mini version of her. I'm done. We're down to three days. Three. Our joke joke count battle mm-hmm. is in three days. I'm I'm team joke. She's gonna joke. Team yeah, but joke. Come out, like, do like a monologue. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be like. Have you heard this one? Have you listened to this one? Like, I don't think it's <laughs> Jay Leno, but. Uh, but <laughs> But, uh, uh, I think you know she's gonna tell jokes. She'll be like, you know, it, you know, it won't be a puff daddy's here, but um, it will be a thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the other thing I'm looking forward to is that uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are going to premiere. I mean, it's, it's come out, but like the live kind of like TV premiere 
of their new song, Downtown. And Can I just tell you that they've been premiering this song in different ways? They, I'm pretty sure they did an internet premiere. Then mm-hmm. they did a radio premiere this morning that I happened to hear on an Uber ride to OMG. <laughs> and, then, and then two days later, they're doing that. And then obviously they had the music video premiere today on the internet. And then uh, they'll have the live premiere on Sunday. Uh, they're into the premieres of downtown. And I would call it indulgent if I didn't like it. Yeah, so th- there's a lot to unpack here. This is this is interesting because um, I, I think I thought about this a few weeks ago. I was like, you know, it's you think about it, like all the artists that had something come out like two ish years ago, and you're like, uh, we're probably gonna hear something from pretty soon. And I was kind of waiting for that, like at last year or maybe it was the year before. Eh, it was last year. Uh, uh, Shake It Off and Anaconda dropped uh, the Thursday before the MTV VMA. So I was kind of waiting for something interesting to come out today. And then this dropped just a few hours ago, actually. And this video and this song are both absolutely insane in a great way. I, I was just so blown away by this video. Um, yeah, I like the video a lot. I like the video a lot. I feel it. It's got all of the like same sensibilities. I feel like that I was drawn to in Thrift Shop, um, but it still feels like it doesn't feel like they're just trying to like rebake the Thrift Shop leftovers. Uh, this feels like a fresh thing, um, but with all of the same like just like the same j- just kind of like overall vibe and energy um, and and style and kind of like tongue in cheek of it all um, are all there and I think that's a lot of what I really loved about Thrift Shop when I first saw it too well it starts out with kind of like a, a, a classic misdirection hmm. oh you got, is that that's not that? from my side not from me Adam do you have some car horns over there yeah I, yeah, I oh. think it's good now <laughs> Good. Did somebody actually press the panic button? I do that a lot. Yeah, there's no crime here. Uh, it was okay. someone that pressed the button. <laughs> Adam is joining us from uh, active, active heist. Yeah, um, it's fine. So the video start downtown starts with kind of a misdirection. It starts with uh, like the first like minute and a half of the video is kind of like a different version of or like a derivative version of thrift shop where he's going shopping for a moped and it shares yeah. a lot of the. You're like, oh no, this is going to be a song about a moped. So instead of the thrift shop, thrift shop, we're going to be talking about mopeds, and he's just going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, and right, mopeds. Just get a different song, and then it just sort of like takes a crazy turn around the one minute mark where we're introduced to. Um, I'm not familiar with these people, but I know a lot of people are excited about them being in the video. Melly Mel, Cool Mo D, Grandmaster Kaz. And Eric Nally, who is the skinny white guy who is uh, the lead singer of Sh- uh, Foxy Sh- Shazam, um, who in I, my mind kind of steals this video in a lot of ways. I think, uh, well, Melly Mel, Cool Mo D, and Grandmaster Cass, I think they're all, you know, like hip hop pioneers. And I think they're all producers mm-hmm. primarily. Uh, we can check on that. Um, I've heard them references. I mean, I just don't know a lot about early hip hop, but. Um, which is why I'm going to go see that movie about songwriter. Graham, uh, yeah, so they're all songwriters. Yeah, but aren't like really. So they're they're listed as featured, but they don't they don't say anything in the song. Yeah, um, really, I did. I thought one of them was was in there, but oh, anyway. maybe I'm wrong. maybe I haven't watched. Um, it. Did you not watch this whole video? Oh, oh my god, it's so good. Um, Adam, you watched the whole video, right? 
Yeah, I did twice. Uh, Remember? He said. I just knew it was good. Yeah. I saw and put it on the list, but then I didn't watch. I had to watch the whole thing. So, but anyway, it just so it takes it takes like several really weird, intriguing like left turns, and not just in the video, but also musically. Um, we, we we kind of like have a build up of this like moped idea where everybody's kind of driving around mopeds, and we've got like custom mopeds. Macklemore has a moped with a with a uh, moose head on it. Um, and then all of a sudden the the song just sort of like breaks down into the chorus which is stylistically significantly different than what we've been hearing before and uh eric nally like rides out of a tunnel kind of in a chariot with an eagle head um being pulled by uh five or four motorcycles uh which is and this unmanned guy, motorcycles. Unmanned motorcycles. And this guy is a strange looking dude. Like, I mean, yeah, he's like a weird looking dude. He's got like long black hair and he's got uh, a mustache, black, like jet black mustache, um, and a pretty amazing, like really physical dancer as well. He really starts busting moves. Um, and then uh, we, this is all filmed in Spokane, Washington, by the way. Um, there's a, too much in this video to kind of like go through everything that happens, but I think yeah. one of the thing that the salient things is at the very end there is a huge downtown like parade scene, kind of like a giant. There's thousands of people um, kind of like parading around down down a street, kind of like what they did in White Walls a little bit, um, but but it seems like on a much bigger scale. Um, and there's also the Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, <laughs> Cameo. Let's not forget. It it showed up. This video showed up in my Facebook like trending topics with like the with the Ken Griffey Jr. bend on it. It was like Ken Griffey Jr. re recreates famous rookie card in new Macklemore video. Like that was that was what they thought was going to draw me in about this video. And like and like sure enough, there were tons of articles you know from Bleacher Report and all of these different sports websites that are just singling out. You know, Ken Griffey Jr.'s, you know, part in this video, which I don't think is a coincidence or mistake. There is a major, like, there seems to be a major push behind this song, obviously, and this bit and and this video too. Um, I also today during a break of OMG was at Dunkin' Donuts and went inside, and while I was in there, they were listening to Ryan Seacrest, and they did, like, a two-minute interview with, with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis about this song. And then it was, like, the Ryan Seacrest premiere, like, premiering on the, for the first time on the Ryan Seacrest show. Um, and it was a terrible interview. It was, like, just about marriage. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this video and this song, I mean, this is a big, this is, yeah, this is obviously a big concerted push. I mean, it's the week uh, week before the VMAs. Like we said, a lot of big stuff usually comes out there, or high-profile stuff. Um, but in terms of, of a follow-up, I mean, this is like a five-minute song, and it's also a very weird song. I mean, it's if, you, if you've not heard it, it's, it's a little tough to describe, like how out of left field a lot of elements of this song are. I really like it. I, I've, I, I, I yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You say you really liked it. I did. And I also read that they, um, the song from Rolling Stone article, uh, it says the song took over a year to complete. Um, 
with uh, Macklemore and Lewis drawing inspiration not only from hip-hop's early years, but the outlandish arena rock of the 70s and 80s, which is interesting because, like, they didn't mash it together. They're just like, okay, now this part is arena rock, and this part will go back to hip-hop. Uh, they they definitely, like, kind of, like, left them compartmentalized, which I think makes it, I, I like it, I think it makes it a, a more interesting song. Yeah, it is kind of all over the place, and this video is a little all over the place too. But like, not in like a, not in a derogatory way. Um, it just like kind of goes on this ride. Um, and directed uh, by uh, Ryan Lewis, Jason Kane, and Macklemore, who is credited as his, as his real name, which is Ben Haggerty or something. Yeah, and interesting, uh, uh, not interesting, but awesomely, uh, that's a word. Uh, they listed. Uh, they listed full credits, including like full cast credits, um, in in this as many as they could in the description of this video, which I've been going through and, and adding to the site. Um, so look at that. How about that? That's pretty tight. That is pretty tight. Yeah, because it is a huge, huge video, and <clears throat> and there is so many like little pieces of misdirection. I think it's it's really tough. Like when you have an artist like Macklemore and. And Ryan Lewis, I guess, yeah. Does it remember there were, somebody did that bit where Ryan Lewis went around interviewing people who nobody knew? Who oh yeah, was. they're like, "What do you think of Ryan Lewis?" <laughs> and they're like, he, 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 "He's cool." But but they, and then you like hold up a picture of himself. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry. There was, I think that was on like Jimmy Kimmel or something. It's and, it sounds like a Kimmel bit. Uh, Actually, I, Miley Miley did that same bit uh, this week. Exact oh, yeah. same thing. Did, but did she dress up at all, or did she? Yeah, just... she was, she she was dressed as Jane, an Australian woman, and she went up and asked people what they Why thought of uh, of her. Yeah, of her hosting the NBA's, <laughs> and they said, "I don't like Miley. I hate her family and things such as that." I hate her family. And... That was a, that was actually a thing. Yeah, one oh, guy hate, hated that, her and her family. <laughs> pretty rough. So it will. I think part of the the joke of the Ryan Lewis bit was that he was like not disguised at all. He actually looked very. He was styled very similarly. To, yeah, he just like went out as himself, like whatever yeah. kind of wear on the show. Um, but they had. I think it's kind of tough to remember like how pervasive thrift shop was and the singles that came after it and how just huge that was. So that's a hugely tough thing to come back as an artist and like do your act too. Um, because every, you know, you've run the whole, you know, you've run through the gamut of everything you can do with, you know, the first album and all those things. And then well, you kind of go back and dream it all up again. And it, that's super tough. It's not really like, and it's technically not the first album. I mean, Macklemore put out like eight albums, seven albums, mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, true. prior to like his break, but like, it's still like, that was still everyone's inter like every, everyone out of Seattle, basically, um, their introduction to to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, so it's essentially the same thing. Um, uh, you know, he was a hardworking independent artist, and that's kind of where a lot of ar artists are getting their start now. You know, they're not getting like s people can, um, but but you know, people can go back and listen to the other Macklemore stuff. But this is really like that last stuff was really what people are going to think of as their first experience with them. And so the question becomes now for their live VMA performance, are they going to like recreate bits of the video? Because there's always that. I think there's there's like two types of MTV VMA performances: things <clears throat> that like are basically stage productions of of the video, and things that are like their own thing. Um, 
and a lot of times people will do their own thing, but a lot of times people will just like take elements of the video and like stick it on stage, which is well, fun. Well, I mean, there's 100% going to be mopeds on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, or maybe not. I mean, remember when Katy Perry did the Roar thing and she was, like, in a boxing ring? Yeah, um, but he's rapping about mopeds. True, yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't rapping about boxing. No. As far as, I don't know, that could be a next next album for Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> It'd be funny if, like, he just, if Macklemore and Ryan Lewis just do the boxing thing. <laughs> they just, just, like, the same thing. It's just a used Katy Perry setup from last time. Nice. That would be tight. Let's <laughs> talk about something else. Should we talk about another video from this week? Because um, we, we have, we or because we have some from last week too. We took a week off, uh, but there was some stuff that was so good from last week that we had to bring it up. Yeah, what's uh, Doug? What's your pick for the next one? Um, I think we should talk about David Wilson's Tame and Paula video. Mm, yeah, let's do this. Okay, tight. Uh, David. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just said no? What if I just said let's let's not do it? I mean, I'd be all right. We'd get to it eventually, right? Um, but I think now's a good time for it. Uh, David Wilson is a fantastic director. Uh, ever heard of him? Um, he's directed a music video for Tame and Paula before for Mind Mischief, um, and this is I don't know. This is like. Uh, for me, this Tame and Paula video, this Let It Happen video is kind of David Wilson at his most gondry. Like, there was some, like, strong gondry elements in this video. And, and essentially, the concept is uh, this dude who, is he initially late for a flight, or is he kind of just uh, an anxious flyer? I think um, he's like, an anxious flyer, but he's also in the process of having a heart attack, which is heart attack, exacerbating right. things, yeah. Right. And he's just go uh, going through... Um, just this very stylized uh, torture, internal torture on an airplane. Uh, is that that's kind of the basic gist of it, right? Yeah, he, so he lays down in the airport terminal and has you know he's having this this cardiac arrest, as the doctors call it. And as he's doing that, you know, he closes his eyes and he opens them, and he's in a different place. He's kind of transported from these different. Places, but it's you know it's not like he wakes up on like a beautiful beach or anything like that. He he wakes up and he's in an airplane, and he wakes up uh, and he's in a hotel room, or you know he's in these kind of like mundane sort of travel places, and they kind of coalesce around nightmares around flying and traveling. And he's never like okay in any of them. He's always having the heart attack. It's kind of it's a disturbing video um, in a lot of ways. But at the end, he's like uh, there is a very I didn't think of the Gondry aspect before you said that, but there's a very like Gondry esque visual looking piece where he's like free falling, uh, you know, into these pink clouds, uh, uh, like in his airplane chair, um, which was right. which was like very visually striking. And the another moment that felt very Gondry to me was when he's in the bed and he like picks up his alarm clock and like suddenly it's giant. Mm -hmm. It's like suddenly this big practical alarm yeah. clock on his lap. That's like that felt like a super Gondry moment. Not to say that like I mean I'm sure that there could be some inspiration. Who wouldn't? Who isn't inspired by Gondry? He, but you know, music videos. He basically like invented the modern music video um, in in a lot of ways. And so, um, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not like a, a knock that it has Gondry elements in it. Oh no, wait, not at all. Um, yeah. Adam, you were you were solid on this video. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I think Doug's right. There are some, some Gondry inspirations in this. Even the fact that it's kind of woven together in a series of dreams or nightmares mm-hmm. is kind of a theme that Gondry often explores with his films and stuff. So, yeah, I picked up on that as well. The seatbelts. Um, seat I think, the I think that's important. Uh, is, the dream, is the dream aspect. I think. Yeah, that's yeah, like, right. Not just the set pieces, but that, the style, like the set pieces too. But yeah, yeah you're absolutely it, right, Adam. It, it adds to the narrative because we're getting, we're getting bits of what's actually happened interwoven with things that are possibly dream uh, type of things. And I think that's important to the video. Yeah, you really don't know like which way is up and where you are, like what what where the reality is or if there ever is any um it has a bit of a of even a hitchcock vibe to it i thought of vertigo a bit in that uh, that was about a dude who is afraid of heights and it felt sort of like that as well for me yeah it does definitely have like a little hitchcockian like thing going on um the dude who i like i like the the choice of the dude yeah he's um, good michael yeah, he's- in stone um, yeah, he is really good. Who has been uh, in? I feel like I know. I, I spent a little bit of time like trying to figure out where I know this guy from, but I couldn't figure it out. I do like though on his IMDb, he's got he's credited as uh, in the blind spot as Jed. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah. Oh. Is he- oh, I thought I thought the blind spot. What's the movie where the, the Sandra Bullock? That's Blind Side. The Blind Side. Okay, I thought. I thought. I didn't. I don't remember a guy named Jed in the Blind Side. <laughs> uh, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, but he was really good, um, and he kind of yeah. even looks a little. I th- kind of looks a little bit like Gondry, um, <laughs> which, which I mean, you, could you could you see like Gondry making this music video and like putting himself as the as the yeah. as the flyer? Definitely. Right. But there would be there would be more like. The clouds would be like like people like walking around with big painted cardboard clouds. Right. Yeah. Right. It wouldn't be so se- <laughs> like it wouldn't be so like right seamless. Yeah. Right. The talking sandwich though. I I hope somebody has that prop somewhere. I hope it didn't get like thrown out or whatever. If it, David, if you're listening to this, please send us the talking sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you six six percent of our love. Yeah. That's that's. Like forever that yeah. we'll ever give. Six percent is a lot. That's a lot, yeah. That's more than you'll get from. Uh... That's more than you'll love anything tangible. Like that's like a f- object. Right, right. You just giving that to somebody on the street, they're not giving you six percent. That's a mm-hmm. huge return on your your talking sandwich. Um, it's a pretty good podcast style. <laughs> Uh, if I I don't remember these if I don't write them down. That's fine. You have, do you have a notebook full of, po- of podcast titles from other episodes, just like random sentences. <laughs> usually <laughs> the next time. usually the next day I have like a pad of paper with just with like nonsensical shit written down on all all over the place. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, this one, a monkey's rim job, perfect. Who <laughs> like, yeah. said that? Uh, uh, I hope somebody didn't say that. Um, yeah. On one of our podcasts, this is a family-friendly podcast. You guys, pretty has now. Yeah, um, that's it. Was pretty cool of us when we named eight podcasts in a row. Monkey's Rim Job, though. So, but it kind of got redundant after a while. <laughs> yeah, people were like, "Which one am I on?" I keep listening to the wrong people's. Uh... <laughs> so, should we talk about the Chemical Brothers video? Yeah, let's get it by Mr. Nidian Doff. Yeah, who's been on this podcast? How, about, how weird is that? Well, when I was watching this video, I was yeah, it is super weird. Um, when I was watching this 
video, I because like I was like thinking back to our interview with Ninian um, years ago, I guess two and a half years ago ish. Yeah, I guess that's years. Um, those are those. That's a number in some years, and I remember telling him like. <laughs> Yeah, or, or like kind of like framing a question like, yeah, you have a, like a very strong thread in all your videos of like body dysmorphia. Um, like, because he did the video where um, What It Take by Graham Coxton, where there's a lot of like, uh, like changing of the shape of like the bodies and things. He also did Staring at the Windows by Fulton Lights, which has the, um, the crows with uh, human arms. Right. Um, and there's a bunch of other examples. But anyway, that, so I turned this on and then is this video is basically about exactly what I think Ninian Toff really is interested in. And that is yeah. like, like uh, mutilating and like changing the shape and uh, composition of people's bodies. Yeah. Uh, and it's, that, and yeah. it's really fantastic. It um, really is. Yeah. So the video starts with this woman walking in a desert um, played by uh, Hannah John Kamen, who I guess is an actress. Um, she's in movies. Hmm. What movie is she in? She's in... Um, 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 I don't know. Musicals. <laughs> she's in... She, uh, but it looks like she... No, it looks like... I think she's on a TV show or something. Anyway. She's an actress. She's she also looks kind of familiar. Well, Wikipedia, <laughs> t- yeah. I um, don't... Let's not do... We don't need to do that. It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> Oh, she was in uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's uh, um, dressed, she's disheveled, she's got a, uh, like a ripped up scarf around her neck, and she's got a like a broken leg, and she's walking through the desert, and she comes upon a uh, gas station, or not a gas, like essentially just a single gas pump in the middle of an empty desert uh, with a man, like a tin man, standing next to it made of like just kind of discarded what appears to be just like discarded scraps or, like the top of it is a funnel and just like discarded metal scraps a man is made next to the gas pump there and she gets to the gas pump and she takes it off and shoves it in her neck and fills her body full of gas um that and was it, disturbing in a few ways. It's so disturbing, but also crazy. And like it, it comes out of her mouth, and it's it's nuts. Um, and then there's just like crazy pullback, long distance tracking shot um, that reveals these like three crazy bald dudes in a van eating chicken, mm-hmm. uh, like scope like essentially like hunting this girl like stalking this girl like clearly chase like chasing her down looking at her through binoculars um and so she uh takes the leg off of the man the the gas man and kind of starts to move in the other direction as these dudes kind of start rolling up on her um and she notices another dude off in the distance who is got a shopping cart behind him and is uh, dragging himself through the desert. He's missing a leg. Dragging himself through the desert with like a pickaxe thing. Is that what you call it? A pickaxe? Uh, yeah, or some, some, like some kind of like, high, like um, mountain climbing device, a grappling hook maybe. Right. Um, so anyway, she, she comes upon this guy um, 
these dudes in the van are fast approaching the guy and her like the guy kind of reaches out to her for help it seems and she grabs onto them and they seem to kind of like merge somehow and there's this like crazy stylized portion of like just like close-ups of body parts and oil and like faces and suddenly it's just like her standing there like she's like straightening out body parts like re reattaching body parts that like as if you're like putting the arm back in a ninja turtle that had like broken off Mm. and as we as we all uh yeah everyone gets that reference okay everyone (laughs) um um and and like just as just as the dudes in the van are approaching and then they the video kind of like ends just as she like just run like she's fully like functional all limbs are in place her like messed up eyes no longer messed up and then suddenly she like runs up on these guys when throughout the whole video she was moving at extremely slow pace like runs up at the van and as soon as she's about to like make contact the video ends so that's kind of like a Sure. Very comprehensive description of that. Yeah, well, whatever. How else do you say what happens in this video? Like, where do you stop? You can't. There's no like general way to describe this video. Like, oh, it's you know, like what one of those like Lady in the Desert neck oil videos. Right, right. There's no kind of like other way to talk about this video, but like you can't. We I couldn't not include it because it's so fantastic. Yeah, it's so, so good. It's, it like mixes story and anticipation and energy and like really great visual effects, um, and it really works. I agree, hundred um, percent. Highly recommended video, Ninian. You did it. You did it, Ninian. Because uh, this, because this is one of those concepts that like, I'm. It's interesting when you watch a video and you're like, oh, this could be. This is like one of those things where you like you gotta have somebody who like knows how to do this kind of thing, or else it's just not gonna fly. Um, and Ninian like Ninian has like a history of like pulling off really weird, tough concepts and making them work really well, um, such as the um, uh, the video we we're just t- just talking about the this the uh, what'll it take by Graham Coxton Coxton uh, video. Remember that one, Doug? I do. It's a good one. That was like a kind of like a crowdsourced video. Um, yeah, and that you, yeah, that's that's a, it's crazy. And crowdsourced videos are always so like ridiculously boring because because it's 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 usually just like a supercut of a bunch of people like you know moving their mouths to the words or whatever, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we did it." But um, Ninian has a, a unique touch for that kind of stuff, so um, right. this is really interesting. And Chemical Brothers too. That's a fun. Uh, uh, artists to do a band uh, music. What are they called? Music videos? I think so. Huh. I think filmed folks. inserts. Filmed yeah. inserts. Because the last, yeah. the last. Oh, bringing it back a little bit uh, is uh, the last. Bringing eighty eight back. The, yeah, the video. The last video that they did was for Go in two thousand. Well, this year, two thousand fifteen. It was directed by none other than uh, Michel Gondry. Oh my God! We were just talking about that guy. Oh, damn it! God dang it! Michel Gondry, um, Michel Adam, you'd say Michel Gondry does he does filmed inserts? He does. He creates them. Mm-hmm. And Adam, if you wanted to purchase the domain filmedinsert.com, how much would you pay? Five hundred. Mm, wow, that it's in the museum of video music videos now, I believe, mm. or will be one day. 
one day. Um, just a domain name and a picture <laughs> just frame. A domain. It's going to be a piece of paper with the domain name. Um, I th- I'd like to think that IMVDB will be in a museum one day. Just mm-hmm. a piece of pa- paper with their domain name printed on it. Mm-hmm. Any and a bit of a bit of Doug's beard in there too. Right. Just gross, some, really some gross. Pieces. <laughs> you can pull it from my comb. <laughs> um, uh, so should we talk about uh, one of these other one of these other vids? Yeah, let's talk about "Tell Your Friends" by the weekend, directed by Grant Singer. Right. Um, that's an excellent idea. Because if we're talking about like the weekend's got to be at the VMAs, right? He's got to be doing something. He's like super hot shit right now. Yeah, he's doing something. Yeah, and like it'd, it'd be weird. Like I know I, I was made fun of viciously on this podcast for not knowing who the weekend is, but now I totally know who he is. He is the man who loves the weekend. He's got <laughs> Saturday tattooed, no Friday tattooed on his left hand, and Saturday tattooed on his right hand, and a lot of picture. Remember the picture of him on the Rolling Stone with Saturday and Sunday. Um. Do you think? Do you ever think that when the club going up on a Tuesday song came out, the weekend was like, "Fuck that"? <laughs> do you think that was his reaction? I think he hates that song on principle. Yeah. Um, and I'll, do you think the weekend has ever like gone to a photo shoot and the photographer is like, "Okay, like we're gonna take a picture and here's the calendar and you point at the weekend." <laughs> Do you think if I was the weekend, I'd be just like, no, I'm leaving. But what if it was like, what if it was like the who's the lady from from Vanity Fair who's the famous photographer? What if it was like the, the most famous photographer in the world? And then like, okay, look at point. or like Uncle Terry. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was Uncle Terry. Uncle Terry wants you to put put your finger. It's like, no, no, it'll be funny. It'll be funny. But first, we're gonna dress you up like me. Listen, 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 listen. We dress you up like me, but then you're gonna point at the weekend so people know it's you. No, right. no, 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 listen. I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea what Terry Richardson sounds like. I'm sure it's not that. I think but. it's a pretty close, yeah. So, cool. The weekend. he's, because he's had some excellent, he's some popular songs, and the mm-hmm. thing about The weekend is he likes to do a lot of, uh, he likes to talk about some more adult subjects would kind of sneak him into the pop songs. So his first kind of big hit was Worth It, um, which was on the soundtrack to that uh, the movie with the sex that everybody was excited about. What's it called? It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and then he had the the last song, which was I think maybe still number one, is Can't Feel My Face, mm-hmm. uh, which is about the, the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I can't feel his face. I had some people that were a little iffy on that. Uh, didn't understand that, but I think... Well, that's... I always associate that with the movie Blow. That, like, line. You remember that line when he... And with Johnny Depp is with Bobcat? And he's, mm-hmm. like, testing it out, and he, like, tries it, and he's like, oh, man, I can't feel my face. That's my <laughs> that's my best Bobcat. <laughs> can, I, can anyone... Can anyone top my bobcat? No, I'm not trying no, to talk. You got, come on, you got come it. on. Someone do a bobcat. Come I don't on, even... Me, that, that is the first time... Give yeah. me this. Um, you can't even feel my face. <laughs> yes, that's what the podcast is starting with. Amazing. Um, thank you, Adam. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I can see... Okay, maybe that was the inspiration for it, because uh, maybe he's a big blow fan. Um, but this video, um, so the weekend is deep into the Grant Singer uh, kind of collaboration. This is yeah, certain... he's really adopting his imagery too. Like this, mm-hmm. the guy in this video, it's crazy that he's jumped on this train so hard. 
like w- willing to. Right, because uh, have all so he the videos that he Grant Singer has done with the weekend recently have been uh, tell your friends this one that came out this week can't feel my face which came out a few weeks weeks ago and then the hills which came out a month and a half ago or so, um, and. Like, if you know Grant Singer's work, you know there are very, like, strong uh, uh, elements. Not that say there's no, nothing, like, repetitive or anything like that, but you can kind of pick it. Like, there, he did a lot of videos for, like, Sky Ferreira. He did uh, some Ariel Pink videos, Foxygen videos, and they all have, like, very strong, like, visual threads between them, I think. Um, and when he started doing the videos at the weekend, he really brought that really strongly. And, and not just like the kind of like the visual style and and his thematic elements, but also uh, a, a dude, like a dude. <laughs> he yeah, brought, yeah. He brought the dude. He brought... Uh, um, and we talked about on the podcast that we had him on, and I can't remember the, the dude's name. But he did. He just like brought a character from previous videos from Dazed in Daydreams by Ariel Pink, and um, I yeah we have we have the cast list here, and I and I don't know what his specific name is. He's from a band uh, too that I forget, but I remember that we were all there. We were all fucking there, guys. Yeah, we were all there. We 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 all talked about it, so we don't have to repeat. Um, He's a dude, but he's in Can't Feel My Face. He's like, and I'm always sort of waiting. I was like, when's this dude gonna show up? Um, after can't feel. He's my also face. in the in the hills video. The, he's the he. The, there's a crash and the weekend is walking through the neighborhood and then he sees him in the house. Right. Oh, that's he's right. The, yeah, he's, he's in the that. dude. Yeah, he's in the dude in that he's one. He's like too. The, the end of that video. So it makes me think that these videos are a loop or something mm, like that. Yeah. This that the tell your friends maybe like leads into that because then he he speeds away at the end of tell your friends and then. It would make it like a crazy twist if he like speeds away and then gets into a car accident and then gets to this house and this dude is there again. I don't know. Oh, the only loop, the only snag in that is that he's got a lady friend in the beginning of the hills in the car and he's right. solo. No, two. Two, right, yeah. Yeah, so I'm wrong and an idiot. Anyway. Uh, dumb, dumb. So yeah, so the, for, for Tell Your Friends, um, uh, the weekend is walking in, in a, we got another desert kind of sit, uh, thing going on here. Sun's going down. Weekend's got a shovel. We see him walking over and he's burying somebody. And it is, he's burying the weekend. He's burying himself in the ground. Um, then he gets up and, and uh, he's done with the burying and he's, he's super happy about it. And he's kind of skipping around. And then we see the aforementioned dude walking toward him. <laughs> um, and uh, I, you skip this if you don't want spoilers, but the weekend just shoots him, straight up shoots him, and then he gets in his car and leaves. Um, so obviously that's just a very rudimentary description of what happens. It's all in the style and uh, Grant Singer does beautiful like uh, use of uh, slow motion in this video as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. by Pat Scola. Yeah, yeah, Pat Scola is kind of killing it these days. This is a, like this is a beautiful video, um, and yeah, just it definitely like follows on. Like, the like middle video of the three three Grand Singer weekend videos is where is the where the action is, and the other two videos are are a lot more build. Um, What's the middle one? Would the, is the middle one can't feel my face? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he like is on fire for right, half of right, it right. and dancing. I mean, it's um you know it's very much not not with it. These videos are in in terms of like these ones are are a lot more del- delicate. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, 
so yeah, I, I and like I said, Weekend is super popular, so it's, I really like when really popular artists sort of kind of get on a, th- a, a thread with a director. Instead, like, you know, a lot of, like, Katy Perry loose hops around director to director. Even, I think even if she really likes working with him, I think she's just like, oh, I'll just go with a different director and see how it turns out. Um, it's it's a lot of fun when directors are like, yeah, let's stick it out for, like, three videos or so. Um, cause, or if they just, like, seem to be picking a director who is it, have, seems to bring more to the table than a name. Right, right. Like, just, like, somebody who they, are, they clearly were drawn to them by their aesthetic and not just like the other artists they've worked with. So the for the VMAs, uh, should we um, kind of give our picks for what do you think we, is going to be the video of the year this year? And do we, we want to do even more than the video of the year, or should we do the just that? Uh, well, we're kind of at the end here, so I think we may have right, time. Or I could cut a video out, and we could do all of them. No, no, you're not cutting a video out. What is that? Um, so... We should just do a little recap. A Bad Blood by Taylor Swift. The um, Kendrick Lamar version, directed by Joseph Kahn, has the most nominations with seven. Um, followed by Seven Eleven by Beyonce and Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson. Both have five. Um, so let's, I'm, I'll just go through the video, just real quick, the video of the year nominees. We got Seven Eleven by Beyonce, directed by Beyonce. Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran, directed by Emil Nava. Bad Blood, directed by Joseph Kahn. Uptown Funk, directed by Cameron Duddy. Former podcast participant. Um, and All Right, by Kendrick Lamar, directed by Colin Tilly. And that is our slate of music videos that are up for video of the year. Um, arguably the biggest kind of award for a music video. I think it has the most weight of, the, of all the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, We'll start with you, Adam. What do you? What do you? Well, first of all, what would you? What do you think is the correct pick, and what do you think is going to be the actual pick? Ah, oh, okay. Well, the actual pick, Bad Blood, will win probably everything, so it's going to probably win Video of the Year. Um, do I think that it should in this handful of selections? Probably not. Probably uh, Kendrick Lamar, all right, should probably take it in terms of technical achievements and it's probably the best of the lot taking taking a colin tilly video for best of the year that's uh i'll cut that out because that sounds pejorative but um <laughs> uh see okay so, so you're saying bad blood's gonna win because taylor's just gonna sweep everything but all right should win i could i could definitely live with that um, that's right. I'm, I'm there too. You're there that's, too. Okay. That's like that. That would have. That's yeah. That's exactly what I'd have said. So out of the out of the thing, you guys both would go with all right by Kendall Kendall Lamar. Directed by I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm my yeah. My video of the year is obviously not on this list, but um, yeah. If it's from the of these five, all right. Are you putting Uptown Funk? <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I. Although they're great videos, I don't. I don't think Seven Eleven is actually that creative a video. It's no, fine. I don't like it at all. Um, Thinking Out Loud is is not a video that I'm super familiar with, actually. Um, although I have watched it a few times and I, and I do enjoy it. It doesn't really stick in my mind that much. I think it's definitely going to be a big night for Taylor Swift. But I'm going to say that Uptown Funk is going to win it. Mm. And yeah. that you like it, too. And then I think I think that's also the correct choice. I think Uptown Funk's going to take it. 
Mm. It could. It could. We'll have horse. to wait and see. Bit of a dark horse. I don't know. That song was incredibly popular. Um, yeah, it's, it's less is... of a dark horse than anything else winning. Right. I think. Yeah. I think yeah, like Seven Eleven winning. Nothing else has a real shot. I mean, no, no. I think All Right has a decent shot, actually. Mm, maybe. Um, but dude, yeah, Uptown Funk. I just love that video. I think it's a great video. Um, Fair thing to think. And so, um, maybe so. We, we, let's all just pick out one video that like we would real in any category that you would really, really like to see win. That you're like. Yes, who that needs to win? Um, that maybe like either surprised you or like you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going for in this category. I mean, I hope I think it would be great for a hero to win best director. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a sweet thing to happen. That's the one that in that category that I think is most deserving, and that I think like after the video, like that's the that is a technical category that is. That has some meaning too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to hear him right for "Sober" by Childish Gambino. Up, we got Brendan Canty and um, Connell Thompson for "Take Me to Church" by Hoser. Um, Colin Tilly for "All Right." Um, Cameron Duddy for "Uptown Funk," and then Joseph Kahn for "Bad Blood." So three three videos overlapping there. Um, but yeah, I would love to see Hero take that. I think that'd be fantastic. And um, you also got to hope that "Shut Up and Dance" wins, right? Oh, totally! Yeah, that would be fantastic. I would definitely put that as my my favorite of the group there, um, and uh, I think it has a it has a huge chance. I think it has a really good chance. Um, he is Josh seems to think "Take Me to Church" is going to win. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. Um, it's an Even interesting they- category. It's an interesting category because you've got like Nabil and Vincent Haycock and like and Josh Forbes three incredibly different directors uh, in three incredibly different videos up um, and you've also got Uma Thurman Fly Follow Boy up there as well so um, I would pick Shut Up and Dance because all of them like the, can you think of like two videos that are like thematically more divergent than Ship to Wreck and Shut Up and Dance I mean they're just a couple sort of diametrically opposed it's almost kind of weird comparing them at all yeah right I cannot yeah right I, I could not look at those two videos and, and pick a favorite because they're not yeah, they're so different they're so different and so I think another category to really it's going to be very interesting to watch is um, cinematographer category because you've got some like super heavy hitters in there um, like Daniel Pearl is up for it's kind of crazy Daniel Pearl's been making music videos since uh, since like the early 80s i mean uh right. as a cinematographer he's been in the game for decades and decades and he's still getting nominated here and he's up against like uh larkin seeple who has um dp'd some amazing music videos like never catch me by flying lotus and um and towers by bonnie Vare. uh and it feels like we should have more on the site for him i feel like anyway um and Chris- I think he's, he does a lot of other stuff uh no we should have more on the site for him we have, it's, we've got to have his name spelled wrong here oh no <laughs> yeah, no we because because he's he definitely yeah this we have two versions and one of them is is spelled wrong it's got to be okay. well, <laughs> yes. that. I'm, I'm leaving this in now and then Chris um, props which is uh 
has done DP work for a lot of super huge music videos like Blank Space and Bad Blood, which she's nominated for, um, uh, Waking Up in Vegas by Katy Perry. So um, it's it's I'm really interested to see how that category works out as well. Okay, look again. Did you fix it already? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was like, I opened the page up for Larkin and I was like, <laughs> three. the three video. I was like, I've heard yeah. Larkin Seeple's name uh, almost every time we talk about music videos. Yeah, in the no, past five it's, years. It's at 76 now, which I don't think it's low, but. That, that, uh, that makes a lot more sense. So, anyway, good luck. Good luck, Larkin. Um, uh, anybody else have anything they want to preview for the VMAs? Are we good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the one category that I think is pretty strong too is the choreography category. Um, I'd like to see Huffington, Ryan Huffington, uh, maybe get some recognition for something other than uh, a Sia video. So the Chet Faker Gold video, I really liked. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of the roller skating choreography was a, a pretty cool thing. And the Flying Lotus video, uh, the Never Catch Me, that had some really cool choreography too. So oh, I, I'd be happy. We picked all, we all picked hero stuff. We, uh, we picked the yeah, Mark yeah, sure. hero stuff. I mean, uh, his stuff is awesome though. No, it does that's, that's, stand I, out in here, right? So I interrupted you, but I meant to interrupt all of us. Yeah. Tell you. Doug, you're an asshole. Um, yeah, actually, Adam, that's a super good point because this category is amazing. Um, I, I didn't even realize that uh, because it also has I Won't Let You Down by OK Go, which I think is an overlooked feat of music video amazingness. And I know it's it's popular, but I don't think it gets enough like recognition for just how amazing it is. And I think it's tough to, you know, it's obviously like very different choreography, um, sort of on a mass scale it's sort of like logistical choreography in a way um, it's so I don't think it I, I don't see it winning but um, I would love to see, yeah see Ryan Heffington take it home for gold by Chet Faker that's one of those videos when if I'm like kind of chilling out and, and just want to watch some videos uh, which I do quite frequently um, you know it's like kind of like as an accompaniment to listening to music uh, I'll always put on gold uh, like as like the first one because it's just a great opener, um, and I like and the roller, I like the roller skating babes. And when you're just chilling out, are you chilling in Cedar Rapids? Um, I don't know what that means. Really? It's a it's a Hillary Clinton reference. No, Hillary Clinton is a um, lady who's running for president. Okay, hold on. Hold she, on. Let me Google her real quick. Hillary. And she did a Snapchat where she was like, "I'm just chilling in Cedar Rapids," and just like it's really <laughs> uncomfortable, and <laughs> and uh, and it became like a Vine meme. Oh, and, I I haven't been on Vine in a few weeks, so oh, that I really want to see that now. It's Thank so you. good. So here's a fun thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. We, there are only two categories of um, people who. There are only two cat. Wait, no, nothing. Never mind. Shut up. No, <laughs> this, you had a big, it's, yeah. it's it's four. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are four categories that don't 
that we haven't interviewed somebody nominated. Um, and we in all the rest we have. Sweet. That's that's way different, and that's a dumb thing to count. Why did no, I just? We, do that? I mean, we we got to interview some more people. We need to get back to the interview game. Yeah. Well, I counted commentaries, and we're in that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, go check out the Josh Forbes one. We'll put that in the show notes. You can find him at imvdb.com slash podcast. This is episode one sixty six, I think. Um, and the title will be "Huge Return on Your Talking Sandwich." Um, so you can you could just maybe Google that. Uh, we may be the first result for a "Huge Return on Your Talking Sandwich." So, um, better be. So everybody, this was great. Um, we'll see you on Sunday, hopefully, to watch the MTV VMAs and watch Miley Cyrus tear it up. Um, And uh, we'll see you guys next week.